Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn, and thanks for joining me here today on The Communication Architect. Each week, we'll share content that will empower you to grow your personal leadership capacity through the development of communication competencies that build emotional health and relational resilience. We'll unpack some practical applications of interpersonal, intrapersonal, family, and organizational communication. And we'll connect with stories of transformation that will inspire you to achieve personal and social change. Now, let's build the scaffolding you need to become a communication architect. What's wrong with modern education? Over the last three years, this question has swelled from an outlier's whisper to a resounding multi-generational roar. Traditional education is broken. Join me on today's show to find out what you can do to fix it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn, a lifelong homeschooling parent, author, and president of Chula Vista Christian University, a four-year university that centers on mentor-driven, Bible-based, debt-free higher education. You can visit us at cvcu.us to see how we are taking back education for the next generation. If you're new to the show, we are in a season of unpacking American education, and you can scroll back on my podcast for tips on breaking free from the toxic traits of the traditional system. If you're a pastor and you'd like to know more about how you can play a vital role in rescuing the outsourced generation, go to academicrescuemission.com and click the Start an Academy tab. We can have your church-based campus running in just four weeks anywhere in the United States. Parents, we have three levels of support for you, church-based support classes, our annual conference, and our college degree programs, including Our newest programs coming out. If you are not already subscribed to our newsletter, make sure you go to cvcu.us. You won't want to miss an exciting announcement coming up right there. Remember, we have on-campus support for preschool to college right here at Chula Vista Christian University. If you're in San Diego County, classes start soon and you can apply at cvcu.us. That's Chula Vista Christian University. Well, since the introduction of the values clarification movement in the 1960s, the United States has seen a steady decline of the academic and moral output of its youngest citizens. The U.S. is now a world leader in youth homicide, youth suicide, youth drug abuse, sexually transmitted disease. Little wonder, really, when 50 million children are taught daily in the public sector that they have no purpose, no destiny, no reason for hope or joy. Romans 1.20 tells us that God's nature is evidenced in the created realm. Who he is, is displayed in what he has created. We can learn of his character and his qualities through studying his world in a biblical worldview. But because the traditional education model has purposefully dissected Christianity from the foundations of learning, it's left behind a sterile, heartless, disingenuous model of academia. We've talked many times before on the show about Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9, which instructs parents to impress God's laws on the hearts of their children, to talk about them as they travel on the highways and the byways. And in the traditional system where students go to classes for seven hours a day and then have another two or three hours of homework at night, and boy, some of them are getting on the buses at seven o'clock in the morning as I'm passing by on my morning run, I see them outside and they're going to be gone all day, all afternoon, and then have that other two or three hours of homework or practice, there's a logistical impossibility for fulfilling the Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 9 
objective. I mean, how much time also has to be spent unlearning the anti-Christian ideology of of the system? And then whose missions and visions are going to win out in the end? Josh McDowell has answered that question in one of his writings where he showed that 85% of students who live in Christian homes but attend public schools reject the biblical worldview by the time they graduate That's a pretty tough ROI, 15% likelihood that your Christian child is going to make it through public school with his or her faith intact. By sheer volume of influence, parents are losing the most important race of them all. And the academic profile of today's students is no more comforting. The nation's report card shows a steady decline in academia across every socio-academic sector over really the last 20 years in traditional education. Now, if you read the, the studies, it'll say, oh, because of covid but you can go back on the nation on the nation's report card. You can go back and see that trend has been happening for 20 years. It hasn't just been since 2020. Parents are frustrated, obviously, but they feel stuck on this hamster wheel of work school dependence. Public schools popularity is now shrinking. I announced on a, a show a couple of weeks ago that some of the school districts in Southern California are having to combine and close schools in order to survive because parents are aware that the public model, the traditional educational model is not working. By contrast, we've seen homeschooling as the fastest growing movement in the United States for a long time, not just post-2020, but certainly 2020 awakened many parents. Dr. Brian Ray, who's been a guest on our show several times, has shown in his research that homeschoolers are outperforming traditionally schooled counterparts on about 37 points on average, regardless of the level of education achieved by the parent doing the homeschooling, even if the parent didn't graduate from high school, let alone college Those factors remain the same. And I know that's a befuddling statistic for traditional educators, especially in our kind of expert everything culture. But more important than that, academic success is the character growth that's modeled in the parent-directed movement where children are mentored by parents rather than by peers. Because modern education is constructed on the failed pedagogical approach that's used in the traditional system of education, which is this ideology launched in the bygone industrial era. Homeschooling is actually more like what we use in grad school studies. That's more of an approach based on andragogical, which is adult learning styles rather than child learning systems. The works of Lev Vygotsky, who was um, who who wrote extensively on scaffolding and the apprenticeship model, I studied him extensively in grad school and just loved his work. It explains to me the success of the homeschooling model because it's this mentor model. It's a framework of scaffolding that teaches um, by learning by uh, by relationship. And it provides just enough structure to teach students how to do it on their own, but not feel like they're 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 stretched, but not uh, but not incapable. The traditional kind of worm dispensing ideology that puts the responsibility on the teacher that that is antiquated. The homeschool model places the responsibility on the learner, and that's the model we use at CVCU from our kindergarten through college systems. That it's the old quote that we quote all the time in traditional, I mean, you hear it all the time in traditional systems, uh, the Yates quote that education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of the fire. And yet you 
see these systems where students are just being filled, 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 filled with nonsense, with rhetoric, with information that has no relation to the real world that they live in. And I know, of course, government schools defend their commitment to, quote, lifelong learning. But the truth is that most students in the traditional system are simply surviving school. They're not thriving in it. They, they've they actually come to despise learning, not crave it. That's one of the key elements we see in the homeschool community where there's an actual love of learning. There's an enjoyment of taking in knowledge because it's not just this ridiculous rote memorization of meaningless facts that we see in traditional education. I've cited before a study uh, that appeared in Newsweek a few years ago where little boys that the vast majority of boys age seven in the United States by age seven said that they hated school. Now, this shouldn't surprise anyone who sat in a traditional education environment where boys are made to behave like girls and sit with their hands on their laps and they're punished by having recess taken away if they do something wrong. Uh, Men and women learn differently. If you're married, you know that (laughs) you've seen that up close and personal in real life. Uh, We think differently. We process differently. And certainly we learn differently. And of course, parents in 2020 saw that dark underbelly of the traditional school system and everything from the overtly secular agenda to the wasted time, the busy work, the creation of systems that really do make kids hate learning. I've said many times on the show that the quote by Plato, the two most important questions that any culture, any civilization must ask is who is teaching the children and what are we being taught? So we really do have to look at both the teacher and the nature, the education, the heart of the the subject and the matter. What is What are our children being taught and who's doing that teaching? And I'm really excited to share with you a little bit today about what's happening right now in the heart of education models. You know, we have been working for these systems that empower parents with viable academic models, help them shift the culture of their church, their community, that take on this parent-directed Christian approach to education that is a, that's a logical answer, a, a solution to the problem that replaces this decaying, archaic system of traditional education, the model that's leading our youngest generation further and further from truth, from freedom, from the pursuit of meaningful knowledge. So if we come back to that question, what's wrong with modern education. No, obviously I understand education's value, its place in the culture. I have many college degrees. I obviously walked to the graduation stage many times, but I also hold a firm belief that the function, the the foundation of modern education is so fractured that it needs a complete overhaul. What if we could provide resources for parents and pastors across the United States where we could partner together to shift the socioeconomic culture of local communities and launch this butterfly effect across the globe? Because as believers, when we see destruction, we see dysfunction in the culture. Three decades ago, the most impacting social spheres in the culture were the family, the school, and the church. If you think about it today, what would you say the most impacting social spheres are? 
today? And this is a very important question because 1 Corinthians 15.33 reminds us that bad company corrupts good character. You know, we have these 50 million kids sitting in public school classrooms across the country for six to seven hours a day, 180 days a year. They're overtly indoctrinated in gender fluidity, revisionist history, macroevolution, promiscuity, to name a few things that have been taught for the last 60 years. And the curricula has become more of a platform for political agendas than a neighborhood venue for meeting the true academic needs of the next generation. And so obviously we see the fruit. We see the most anxious, depressed, overwhelmed, lonely, suicide ideation prone generation in the history of our nation. We see a generation that's the most atheist, unchurched generation of in the history of America. And those two main areas of disbelief uh, suffering and science. They can't believe a, a loving God would allow evil. And they firmly believe that science and the Bible contradict. Where did they get that information? Whether it's homeschooling alone or educating collectively in a parent-directed Christian community, we believe the way to turning around the tragic stats of the next generation is removing them from the godless system of public education. Again, go back to that ROI. What a terrible ROI. Yes, it's going to cost us something. We're going to pay a price to live set apart, but until we change the trajectory of K to college education, the next generation is going to continue to fall further and further away from the truth of God's word. Radical education reform is required. It's time for us to reclaim the moral and intellectual authority of the church and the parent and restore those voices to their rightful place. If we're going to save the next generation, it will be through systematic reform of the modern scholastic model. I am absolutely convinced of this, both as a parent and as an educator for 25 years. And this rescue mission, listen, it is underway. I want you to be inspired. I want you to be encouraged. I want I want to share some exciting news over the next couple of weeks about what's happening across the United States this network of self-government, of human flourishing, of transgenerational academic and spiritual discipleship that's starting to flow into the next generation, these local communities of transformation. Because honestly, what we don't need is a whole nother set of online classes. And I'm I'm sorry if you are if you are beholden to online coursework, but Gen Zs and Alphas have already spent 65% of their social time on their phone. They don't need more isolation. They need healthier connections. And so I want to challenge you to look for ways in your local community to connect your students around godly principles of education. This is exactly what we're doing right now. We're building out these networks of K to college academies, preschool parent-directed preschool in some areas, all the way through college that share this desire to promote a lifelong love of learning through a biblical worldview and they share a lot of commonalities. They're faith-fueled. They're founded on Christian worldviews of family, formation, identity. It's undergirded with this firm, unwavering belief in the Bible as a source of truth and that without the Bible guiding us, that education is meaningless. They share mentor modeling that there's an, a need for relational warmth as well as spiritual maturity in mentoring the next generation. You've heard me talk about how we're doing this at CVCU, reminding ourselves that everyone who steps in front of a classroom, or in our case, circles instead of rows, dialogue instead of lecture, but steps into that circle of influence carries a weighty responsibility because the student will become like the teacher, Luke 640. They're research informed. They apply the science of generation 
relational learning theories, leaning on dialogue and critical thinking and relational discipleship-based education is the foundation of our methodology. They're virtue-minded. They share a renewed focus on the noble, the true, the good, the pure, the praiseworthy, training up two generations at once, students and parents, to take captive thoughts and redirect thinking and the art and the culture and the offshoots that come out of our thinking to the good and the beautiful instead of the negative and the cynical, the the evil, the hurtful. That's that's really the focus of a lot of conversations in the classroom today. And we're seeing that turn as a result of these models. Affordably priced that these models share the value of affordability. They understand the flattened hierarchical model, which I've talked about on our show many times before. And instead of having these overpriced, underperforming private school models that separate parents from the center of the educational process, it doesn't work. The parent needs to be a part of the educational process. K to college, the number one predictor of socioeconomic success is an involved parent. And again, Luke 640 says that when he's fully trained, the student will become like the teacher. So we're providing resources that help empower families to pour into the generation around us to restore the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers because that great commission mandate, it starts at home. I want to, I want to, I want to ask you to imagine for a moment, when you think of success in education, what do you think of? Do you think of sending your kid away for four years where he becomes a pagan philosopher and never comes home again? Or do you think of success in education as your kids being formed in your local community, being shaped and poured into and mentored and loved and believed in and encouraged and making a difference, not some obscure city that you'll never go to, but right here in the community where you live, right here, a multi-generational transfer of wealth and wisdom in your community, through your family line. You know, I was just in Texas and uh, working with a group of leaders. We're all working together to shift the culture of education for the next generation. And one of the families, I was just so blown away by the the transfer of wealth and wisdom and what he's communicated through that to his family. He's purchased a whole ton of land and built houses for his children on the land and uh, built a two-day model of a homeschool cooperative like we talk about on the show. God is God's doing this across the globe. He is calling his his children home. He's calling his parents home to educate their children. And we're seeing this incredible revival in education right now. The local church-based academy is so powerful because churches are sitting open. They're uh, all week long. Many of them have open space. It's uh, these models that create opportunity for Gen Zs and Alphas to have relationship, the circles, not rows, dialogue, not lecture, modality. Um, when churches open their doors, when parents step into the governing sphere, we see a shift in the culture. We see transformation. And as we were sitting in one of our meetings last week in Texas, one of the um, amazing visionaries in the room just stopped for a second and said, this is how we shift the culture. This is how we do it. Literally by shifting the culture of education, by restoring the parent-governed peace, by creating these opportunities for churches to open their doors and use their buildings during the week 
for these growth oriented activities, for this spiritual formation, human formation happening, this, this powerful capital that's at all of our fingertips of human formation that we have been outsourcing to ungodly, <laughs> ungodly visionaries who have turned our students' uh, hearts in the wrong direction. This church-based academy model is an opportunity to reverse the trend of peer orientation and replace it with parent orientation. It's an opportunity to increase intergenerational connectivity. It's an opportunity to restore, again, the local church and the parent to the center of spiritual formation. It provides a holistic approach to spiritual formation and community. And I know as somebody who's been working in the homeschool community for 25 years, I know that the current generation of parents have different needs and we want to not ignore the rising demographic of millennial and Gen Z parents who crave relationship at a different level than Gen Xers and boomers and builders did. And and many of them will tell you that they lack a personal and family discipleship model. And so bringing them together in community, being able to speak love and life into them and encourage them and then see them turn around and encourage others. This is how we transform a city. This is how we transform a nation. And I'm just so excited about this because it really is a solvable problem through the strategic promotion of programming that focuses on self-government, on human flourishing, on transgenerational transfer of wealth and wisdom and spiritual discipleship. I firmly believe that we can turn the tide of the most anxious, depressed, atheistic generation in the history of our nation. If the church will wake up and step up to its rightful place of sociocultural and emotional and spiritual and academic influence, if the parents will wake up and step up to the rightful place of sociocultural and emotional and spiritual and academic influence, we will see the nation shift. Of course, our local answer to the global crisis in education is Chula Vista Christian University. And through our inquiry-based model, the Academic Rescue Mission, academicrescuemission.com, we are founding academies across the United States, K to college systems that are shifting the culture because education is broken. And I'm calling on you, parents and pastors, to be part of the solution. Go to the academicrescuemission.com or if you're local to Chula Vista, San Diego County, or even LA County. We've got students coming from there as well. Uh, Go to cvcu.us and find out how we can help support you as you help transform your community. Again, I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn. Don't forget to check out my latest book, Outsourced, and all of our resources at cvcu.us. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for joining us here on The Communication Architect. If you have questions about today's episode or if there are topics you'd like to see us address, send your comments via Instagram to at Dr. Lisa Dunn or via email to contact at drlisadunn.com. That's D-R-L-I-S-A-D-U-N-N-E.com. And remember, strategic communication will help you build greater emotional health and relational resilience. So don't miss the next episode. I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn, and I look forward to talking with you next time right here on The Communication Architect.